Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 172. And the wait. We go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, at Mark J. Party, joined this week by one of my best friends, Mark Schwann. Mark, welcome back. What's up, buddy? Great to be back. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> I know. I'm about to miss two weeks in a row, too, after. Son of a bitch. Sorry, man. Do you know the uh, saying, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Yeah. Does it also apply to the best friend of my best friend is my best friend? Transitive property? I guess so. I mean, like, if one is the case, I guess you would have to say the others, right? You want to introduce our our guest this week? I'm very happy to, too. I've known this guy since middle school. We were in the same basketball team together back in the day. Uh, He's one of my very, very close friends. He was in my wedding party. Ladies and gentlemen. Lucky you. Carson Niehoff. Thank you, fellas, for having me. Always been a dream of mine to talk about what is the best form of entertainment there is out there, and that's wrestling. So thank you for having me. Welcome. First podcast? Yes, first podcast. First time, long time. Yeah. <laughs> you nervous? How you feeling? I see you're just not nervous at all, man. This your is, nah, this is... Dude, you have a boner. This is light work, man. Do I? <laughs> no, nah, I'd be hitting you with the chin if I did. Why are you looking down there? <laughs> He's got a big man spread going. I can't help it. So this is your first time on the show. Yes. We do like the little segment you'd like to call... Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. It's really original. Let's do it. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Shawn Michaels, hands down. No question. Yep. Best in-ring you. performer, best charisma, best seller, everything, man. All around, man. Now, here's a question. Is there anyone on this roster that is Shawn Michaels' level? If you had to take everything, every box you have to check as a performer, such as, like I said, charisma, promo skills, in-ring performance, um, how over you are, it's so sad, but the, I, like, like I said, the check all the boxes i don't think so now not saying that these guys aren't going to leave a legacy just as big because i think a guy like say john cena i know he's not really on the show you now, know who's that a guy like who john cena i never heard of him but never seen him yeah we can't see him <laughs> you don't think Dolph Ziggler checked those boxes well no i, I that's that's my next point but the thing is though is that the way he's been booked for the last what eight nine years yeah, something like that. Exactly. Well, here's the thing. You like you remember going to football real fast. Remember how Matt Forte was advertised as the poor man's Marshall Falk? Mm-hmm. I feel like Dolph Ziggler is a poor man's Shawn Michaels. Yeah, but just because you check all the boxes doesn't mean you are that person, such as, like you said, Matt Forte, like a running back who can catch out of the backfield and all that stuff. Like Dolph Ziggler, okay? I mean, he's got to switch the music down. You know, he he's... Phenomenal in ring performer. I actually think he cuts a pretty damn good promo. It's a really damn good One promo. Of the best, yeah. But the way, yeah, but the way he's booked, he's got a I great mean, look I, too. I just watch him get stunned and lose in about fifteen seconds on Extreme Rules this past Sunday. Yeah. Right. That never would happen to Shawn Michaels. No. So, never. What was your first professional wrestling memory? 
Your lifelong fan, I'm assuming. Which watch, was watching uh, Sid Justice powerbomb Flying Brian at War Games, and I believe it was 1989 War Games. Don't quote me on that. Wow. Um, and that was when Brian Pillman's head hit the cage and came down and got concussed after the powerbomb, which was obviously a, one of many Sid Vicious's botches. But, uh, yeah, that was my first ever memory of it. And um, and then how, how the rest of history. You? you were like, what? He had to be like three well, it was actually it was actually a Two. tape. It, no, it was a tape I was watching when I was probably four or five years old. So it was oh, wow. it was taped. Yes. Wow, man. Yep. And that's what got me into the business, and then everything else from there just followed through all the way up until the age of thirty-two, and here we are. You got me beat, dude. Because my, my first memory, I, I was still in putty uh, when I first went through these round of questions, was nineteen ninety-two SummerSlam. You know, it was Bret Hart and British Wembley. Bulldog. Yep. Nineteen eighty-nine, dude. Wow. And you're younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> we love here. We love the woman here on the show. We're a big proponent of the women. Of course. So who, who are your top three female wrestlers of all time? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Ronda Rousey legitimatized. Excuse me. Legitimatized. I can't talk right now. Legitimatized. Yeah. yeah. The women's division when she came up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair to me is the best of all time. Hell yeah. That's and true. that's not just because she's Ric Flair's daughter. Um, that is because I think she is authentic. And everything she does, everything she says, and I think she she would have to be one. I think Ronda Rousey, you know, she made it legit. And then I think China. That's a good choice. I think China because she was the first ever woman wrestler to go in there toe to toe with men yep. and wrestle them and won the Intercontinental Title. Yep. Yes. Yes, yeah, I mean, and and it, it, and she was actually a threat when she would go in there. Like I think I was watching pay per view not too long ago, and it was her versus Road Dog in a singles match, and like. As a fan, you're watching that, and you think China has a chance to win. You know, you actually think she has a legit chance to win that match and go over. If anything, she's the favorite. Yes, exactly. And and crazy. And you can't put another woman in the ring. They tried it with Nia Jax and Dean Ambrose. They tried it. You know, like not they have a match. I I think it could have happened. I feel like Nia Jax and Dean Ambrose or John Moxley, whatever you want to call him right now. I I feel like that could have been good for business, but. It's just uh, the culture that we're in and the, the politics that WWE has to play, they didn't allow it to happen. Yes. So you've been watching your whole life. Yes. Top three women are Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and China. Yes. Do marry kill. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm, mar- I'm, I'm marrying Charlotte because I'll tell you right now, me and Ric Flair are going to have a hell of a time with the wedding, baby. That's Woo! what I said. Yes. And when I say China, I mean like the hot playboy China, not the uh, bodyguard butch China. Oh yeah! After all the after all the work that was done, China. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have to watch that porno again, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, and 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 this is a. Uh, I'm sad to admit that uh, me and Mark have uh, actually tuned into that and uh, watched the, how much of a disgrace that was at the same time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, fully clothed though. I promise. Yeah. Mm. Fully clothed. Um. So okay. So I'm marrying Charlotte, and uh, I'm fucking Rousey, and I'll tell you why I'm doing Rousey. Please, that's a good one. She gonna throw me around the bedroom, man. She gonna throw me around the bedroom. Yeah. Would you take and then the, kill China? Would you take the armbar to fuck Ronda Rousey? Hundred <laughs> percent. I'll take a naked armbar all day. Hell yeah. Yes. Well, so you take a thrown around. Learn a lot about Carson tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? So it's time for this week's wrestling replay. Guest choice. You picked WrestleMania 13, March 23rd, 1997, at the Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, Illinois, in front of a crowd of 18,197. The Headbangers defeated Doug Furness and Phil LaFon. The Godwins and the New Blackjacks in a tag team elimination match to determine the number one contenders for the tag team championships in 10 minutes, 39 seconds. Rocky Maivia defeated 
the Sultan to retain classic the match Intercontinental Championship in nine minutes forty five seconds. And I'll Hunt- tell you one thing: that was nine minutes and forty five seconds too long. <laughs> Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeated Goldust in fourteen minutes twenty eight seconds. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. My man Owen Hart and the British Bulldog went against Mankind and Vader, which ended in a double countout for the Tag Team Championships in 16 minutes, 8 seconds. Bret Hart defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin in a submission match with Ken Shamrock as a special guest referee in 22 minutes, 5 seconds. Stone Cold was the real winner that night, though. Mm-hmm. Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom defeated the Nation of Domination in a Chicago street fight in 10 minutes, 45 seconds. Oh my God, that match. And in your main event, The Undertaker defeated Psycho Sid to win. The WF World Heavyweight Championship in 21 minutes, 19 seconds. That match was that long? Yeah, it was pretty long. Wow. I didn't know Sid could go that long. And it had to follow what arguably could be the best WrestleMania match of all time with Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the crazy part is about WrestleMania 13 is that it's such a it, that was such a pendulum swing for the for the business. And, oh, it was, yeah. and it was in the Chicago hotbed, right? Yeah. Rosemont Horizon, you know, great crowd, hot crowd, always, every time you're there. Second to New York. Yes, of course. But... Do you know this was the only WrestleMania not to sell out? No, really? Know. Yes. Wow. This was the only WrestleMania not to sell out. Interesting tidbit there, Carson. Mm-hmm. I dig. Believe it or not. So wait, so you say this is the best best match of all time or one of the best? Depends how you're looking at it. If you want to if you want to go if you want to put your finger on a match mm-hmm. that changed the direction of the company in a time that it needed to change, this match was probably one of the most important matches in the history of WWF, or WWE, as it is known to now. Huh. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still putting Shawn Michaels' Undertaker WrestleMania 25. There we go. That's up there. I'm, I'm a huge mark for the Iron Man match WrestleMania 12. Yeah. I'm yeah. putting that up there. But if you want to talk about matches that change the industry, I mean, you, you can't leave out, and this is going outside of WWF, we're talking about WCW when Hulk Hogan formed the NWO. That wasn't a match, though. That wasn't a match. That was a post-match no, story. That was, that was a match. Yeah, well, the Outsiders in their first actual match. Oh, right. WCW. He, was, he was part of the WCW match. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought you were talking about that was a Hogan match, but no, yeah. No, that wasn't really a match. That wasn't like a, a turn. Yeah. The event, WrestleMania 13, overall received mixed reviews, many calling it one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. Yes. But like my man Carson just said, the saving grace was Bret Hart, Stone Cold. Many consider one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. Well, let's say this. And it, the beginning of the Attitude Era. Yes, so that, that was that was. I'm gonna make two points here about WrestleMania Going back to what thirteen. About before the show started, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you know what? You can look at this at this card right here, and it was a one match card because Sid and Undertaker was a snoozer, but wasn't a snoozer because it was just two guys in the ring, and like I don't, I never saw a chemistry between the two because Sid. No. Yeah, I, I, never, I never saw chemistry with Michael Sid and anybody. Exactly. Yeah, maybe him and Shawn Michaels survivor. Yeah, Series him 96, and Shawn Michaels, but Shawn Michaels but, can have chemistry with anyone. Exactly. Yeah, with you. <laughs> I could put on a damn good show there, putty. You just never seen me wrestle. But this was a huge that match alone. I mean, you can argue that changed the industry. That's a, that was one of the first times we saw a face and a heel turn change places in one match. And not to mention, you had Ken Shamrock as a guest referee, which gets overlooked a lot, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. People don't remember that. Yeah, and <laughs> that match was so big to the point where WrestleMania 13 is on the map as an important moment in the business's. You know history because of uh, that moment. But I wonder how if people all they all remember the, the I Quit match between Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I dare people to guess the car, uh, the pay per view that match was on. I bet you they don't remember the fact that it was on WrestleMania 13. They just remember WrestleMania 13 being really shitty. Mm-hmm. It yeah, probably. It's a good point. But okay, 
So you think that's the start of the Attitude Era. What about when Stone Cold did the Austin 316 promo at King of the Ring? At the time, I don't think anybody knew where that was going. Yeah. So that was just a seed that was planted. That was a that was a seed that was planted, but that was also a seed that no one knew how that was going to sprout. At that moment, no one knew exactly. Okay, he he's mocking Jake Roberts and his whole like you know religious turn and whatnot. I think what happened after that, okay, such as events such as WrestleMania 13, like as we're, as we're covering right now, that made Austin 316 legit. Right. No, he did. And the, the events leading up to WrestleMania 13 were phenomenal. Actually, it's probably more memorable than WrestleMania 13 itself because you had that steel cage match with like, Bret Hart, Sid, Undertaker, Stone Cold come in. I think Stone Cold even dropped the F bomb at one point on Monday Night Raw. And then Bret Hart, when the paper, when, uh, when Raw is over, when that whole tirade against Vince McMahon. Like something you've never seen before in WWE or WWF at that point. People always like to label the Attitude Era as like 98, 99, 2000, all that stuff, right? That, no. was, that was like the heart of it. That was the heart of it. But 1997 is my yeah. actually... I agree. Yeah, I, it's my favorite year in the business of all time, 97, because you saw... Because we saw that change. Exactly, yeah. And you also saw all these stars, like 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 The Rock, right? Like Survivor Series 96 when he debuted, awful. But 97, <laughs> mid-97, where he started coming to his own. Where he started touching the mic and you're like, oh, wow, this guy can talk. This guy can work. Okay, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's when he started. He got out of that ringmaster whole gimmick from 96. 97 was the year he grew. King of the ring. There you go. Also in 97, you had the formation of the Hart Foundation. You had the uh, formation of the Generation X. You had all these factions. And, and, just, and just think of what I just named just now. No, these are legendary factions. Now, Nation of Domination. Here's the thing. You know, things in life, they come full circle. Right, so back right before this is happening, there was a lot of cheesiness that was going on in WWF. There was, it was very kid-friendly, maybe a little too kid-friendly. Ratings were down. Very gimmicky. What does it remind you of? The product now? Is the that what product, you're at? The product now. Now, yeah, WCW made a huge shot with, with uh, NWO forming. It forced WWF to change. No. We have, we have no, AEW right no, now. No, no, no. No, no, no you're, you're cutting this off right now. You're yeah. going to turn off my mic? You're going to Shane McMahon me? Yeah. Well, it's a, talking about a couple weeks ago, I think W's going to move past the PG era and go back to a more Attitude Era-esque type programming. That's what we got the Attitude Era for. The kids in the late 80s, early 90s, like us, we were, te- we were teenagers. We didn't want to watch the gimmicky stuff. We want to see Doink the Clown. No, we want to see Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. The product evolved, and they gave us what we wanted. Which is what we're doing now. This is the second coming of the quote-unquote attitude. I'm not saying it's going to be the attitude era. No, it's not going to be the attitude era. It's going to be the second coming. Because yeah. you got now the kids that they hooked in the 2000s are now older. Now we got actually quote-unquote a lot of people think competition. So the product is going to evolve now. We're going to see a more edgier product. We already are. Yeah. I mean, that Lacey Evans shot at Extreme Rules. You think that was just to show off Seth Rollins printing our ass? No. I didn't even know that was Seth Rollins. <laughs> It didn't even show with Seth Rollins. What, what, it just showed her ass. What font was that? <laughs> that was a heavy zoom in, too. <laughs> that a, took up my entire TV screen. Not that I was mad about it. No, no, actually, no, no. Because no. I'm actually a huge Lacey Evans mark. But I'll tell you right now, we are slowly but surely maybe getting back to that era now. We can only hope. We'll see what the pressure AEW puts on. So, Carson, you're new to the show. You know, I, I, don't, you've, I don't know if you've listened so much to the battles between me and Putty I've been having about AEW in general. I'm obviously very pro-AEW. Putty, not so much. I'm not anti 
AEW. Yeah, you just think very little of it. No, 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 don't. I just not buying into the hype yet for something that hasn't done anything yet. Car- I'm going to reserve my judgment until the show comes out in October. And they're producing a weekly product. We need the show. The show's been going on. They've been having pay per views. They're not pay per views. They're they, I mean, they're pay per views. You're paying eighty dollars a pop. It's a pay per view. Are you uh, paying eighty dollars a pop for that? I'm not. But you can watch live stream on <laughs> uh, Bleacher Report. Carson, your thoughts? Okay. AEW is providing the perfect pressure that WWE needs in order to thrive as a company. There's a reason why WWE is not letting people out of their contracts. Okay, AEW has the money. They have the backing. Okay, they have a lot of great minds in there. They have what I think right now is the best heel out of both products right now. MJF to me is the best heel I've e- and I know we haven't seen much of him. Good, for, good friend of the show. Okay, awesome. But you know what? I think he's I, honestly he he's like a. He was like a Miz on steroids in terms of like the way he delivers. Well said. Yes, and 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 I'm digging everything they're doing right now. Like I said, or, or excuse me, like what Putty said, in the fall we'll see, we'll see what they give us from a weekly basis on TNT. But right now, the three pay per views, I like what they're I see so far. Well, even AEW is not saying their competition. They're not saying their competition. I and I, I think it's just fueling a fire that WWE has been lacking for the last two decades. Is just you know, it's an alternative. You know, you could call it competition. You could call it an alternative. You can why call is it, it whatever. impact alternative? Because of the money, the hype. I, you know what? I maybe, maybe product, it's maybe it's money. Because, product impacts fantastic. Yeah, no, it has been. So it's ROH. You know, so exactly, so uh, some BCW, BCW, BWF, uh, LAW. I mean, there's a lot of great promotions going on. Uh, um, evolve, evolve. Thank you. You're welcome. Which was featured on WWE Network. You know, there is a lot of great wrestling going on right now. But the thing is, what Carson touched on is the money. You know, AEW they have the financial backing, and they're getting the talent there, and they have people that know what they're doing. They put together a good team, and a, a good team enough that it may it may be what WWE has been lacking is some sort of competition. Let's not overthink this. You want to know why that? Do you want to know why they're a threat? And why I'm actually I actually believe in what's happening with them right now is because WWE believes in it. WWE has it's clearly believed in it. It's that simple. We, there's no need to overthink. Like, well, if they 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 provide this in the fall, if they do this in the fall, are they gonna, no? At the end of the day, WWE feels pressure. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. Yeah, ratings are down right now. Okay, it's a great time to be a new promotion because ratings yeah. are down. USA Network's not happy about it. Thus Fox why, is not happy. Yes, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're not even on Fox yet. Yeah. So this is a great. I always say this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. Great time, wonderful time. Yeah. It's a wonderful. It's a wonderful time even to be in the wrestling industry because there's just so many opportunities right now. And WWE is not going to let anybody go. Why? Because there's a threat out there, and they know it. What you got to talk about in the past couple weeks is Vince McMahon has gotten lazy. He's a bear that went to hibernation. Now these guys are poking the bear of one of the greatest minds of all time. There's no taking. Be away careful that. what's going to happen in WWE now. Now that he has Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman, well. His side, Eric Bischoff is not part of creative. The news came out. Well, not yet. He hasn't started yet. No, he hasn't started yet, but his role is not going to be in creative. It's just to appease the investors and appease Fox Network apparently yeah. for now. Not creative. I still run Eric Bischoff running my show. But they but yeah, but they did say he has a choice over personnel. So if he wants to keep the guys he can, if he wants to get rid of them, and I mean like I said, I don't know, you know, what he's gonna do, but it seems like he's still learning the product. It seems like there's a lot of a learning curve for Eric Bischoff. I mean, I'd rather you know, have that's... Eric Bischoff running my show than Tony Khan. I mean, Eric Bischoff. I'd rather have Tony Khan's wallet and somebody yeah. else. 
That's true. Right. I mean, yeah. Bischoff went bankrupt in 2017. <laughs> but with Eric Bischoff, though, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, there's a lot of pros with Eric Bischoff, and there's a lot of cons with Eric Bischoff as well. You know, I mean, he was part of the demise of WCW. He did come into TNA. He couldn't really help that. I, lo- I Listen, I'm an Eric Bischoff fan. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. And I, don't Eric- think, I don't think Hogan and Bischoff not elevating impact was their fault. I think it was just impact management at the time. But people thought that Eric Bischoff would be the savior of TNA, and yet he wasn't. Yeah, they didn't really have free range. The thing is with SmackDown is Eric Bischoff can only enhance SmackDown. Eric- SmackDown itself, without Eric Bischoff, has been fine. Mm-hmm. It was Raw that's always been the problem. True. SmackDown right now, the past few weeks, we've all known that Eric Bischoff has not been part of creative, and SmackDown has been doing better than Raw. Can I pose a question? Yeah, sure. No. You said that... That's my show, right? <laughs> this is a takeover from the West Dyson crew. <laughs> we the take over every place takeover. we go. <laughs> you said just now, if I heard you correctly, that SmackDown is fine, but Raw is not. Is that because you have higher expectations for Raw? Because SmackDown, for the last, I would say, seven, eight years, up until, I would say, maybe two years ago, was was a, a B-show. No, it was, it was a B-show for a long time. Now, I was... now it's good because, like, you know, the, the brand split, yeah. you know, get, get some, spread the talent out a little bit. What's in the brand split? Well, live. Well, that, that's it's another the thing, too. Yes, live. They've been, been live. They've been a lot better yeah. since... Ever I, since the brand split. Yeah. I mean, everyone's saying SmackDown's better. Okay. No, no, I'm... That's... I, okay. I think Carson's playing devil, devil's advocate no, right no, now. No, no, no. Well, well, because I, honestly, like, I still enjoy watching Raw more, even though it's three hours long, and, and I'm not going to get into that. But <laughs> I, I think because expectations for the A show, which will always be no matter however you want to frame it, mm-hmm. is always higher than SmackDown for two hours on a Tuesday night. But Carson, okay. I mean, I, listen, I think Putty can agree. I, I've, I've defended a lot of times Raw when most people couldn't. You know, I, I've been a very big Raw advocate. But there are times, especially when Baron Corbin was running the show, oh. when it was just very hard to watch and very hard to Vince McMahon made Baron box. Corbin his surrogate to why ratings were down, which actually annoyed me. Right. But, you know, with Paul Heyman involved in that, and Paul Heyman, before it was announced that he was involved with creative, has been involved with creative. You know, he's been helping out some of the women with their promos, doing a lot with Brock Lesnar. He did a lot with Ronda Rousey. And like you can tell a difference, you can feel the difference when Paul Heyman is in control of that. You know, and and Raw, I feel like is progressively getting better. I find out as these guys take their roles more permanent, we'll find out how these products evolve, so to speak. Especially in October when AEW goes around. Can't wait for that. Now, moving on, because we got to move on. We talk all night about this, really. Of course. Ever since I came back from your bachelor party, how I you talk- feeling? I talked about <laughs> a couple of things that happened. And now last week with you and Green Man returning to the show, we talked about a couple of things that happened. One of the constants of those conversations was you getting your ass handed to you by your best friend Carson in your promos. Wait, I don't even remember this, honestly. Well, I'm happy you said that because I got video evidence. I'm going to play it for you guys right now. Maybe refresh your memory. Okay, wait. In, in, in my I, defense, I was not sober at any point. And can I chime in by saying I wasn't sober either, but you know what? That doesn't change who I am. And you know what? He's right. I gave it to you in front of everybody that was there. I can't and we even even form a, a sentence. First off, when I'm talking, don't interrupt me. And oh, and, and, are you on a big league of me? And don't yell in the microphone. You should know this by now. Okay. Even Carson's right. not doing that. Okay. No, I'm just saying. He's riling me up right now. So you want to finish your statement or I'm going to play the yeah, audio Yeah, I'm going right to finish now? my statement because okay. I'm here and I'm on the show and that's what I'm going to do. And you know what? 
We've been talking about a match for how many years now? How many years? You know what? Don't even say it. He, he wasn't going. Yeah. Okay. Good. He knows better because I'm talking. We've been talking about a match for how many years now? Okay. And finally, finally, I had you in the perfect spot. Okay. I wish it was in the middle of the ring like what we said we were going to do, but it was even better. It was at your moment. The spotlight was on you the whole weekend. All your friends were there. And you know what they were there with? They were there with their cameras out. And you act like I don't know how to act like in the spotlight. And I gave it to you. I gave it to you verbally. And I watched you melt in front of me. And you want to know something about we all, that? We all did. Yeah. Oh, my God. Here we yeah. go. And know what's the great, greatest part about it being 2019? That there is footage of every piece of it. Let's get to that right now. But you know, there, there, go on. But there's enough footage of which I do remember. Actually, at one point, I think I did challenge you at one point to do this to have our match finally. And what did you do for like the last how many years? You backed out. That's not. That's not you on, backed audio. out. Oh, no, you audio. didn't do it. You but walked I have, away. I have this audio. Let's let's play it. You tend to forget something every time you try to come at me. No, don't talk. To me. You put your eyes on me because I'm talking to you, son. You forget I need you. You're the reason why you're here. You're the reason why you walked those hallways of West Islip and you had somebody look at you and say what's up. And you know what? You give me no credit. But I'll tell you right now, July 6th, your wedding? That's the day oh my goodness gracious. I'll tell you right now. Look in my eyes right now when I tell you July 6th, 2019. Yeah, you I will make sure I bury you and I put that last piece of dirt on your grave when your fucking wife takes you by the balls and makes you her little bitch for the rest of your life. You talk a big game, but I see your lip quivering as you're talking to me. Because deep down, you're a scared little boy. You've always been a scared little boy who's idolized me, who's looked up to me, who thinks she can be me. Whichever will. Carson I am one step ahead of you always. You think that you're going to be better than me just because I'm getting married? You think the game ends? Just because I'm getting married? Nah. Nah, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. Because I am just getting better. I think he wins. I think he wins. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, Mark. Oh, let it go, Mark. Once again, I have to remind you, I made you relevant. <laughs> you're the reason why you touched pussy one time in your life. Oh my god! And that's why you're getting married because you settled for the first thing you touched. Oh! And you know what? That's for a weak-minded individual, and that's why your career is going down the fucking drain. And I'm going to repunish myself because I bring the energy. I'm 100. I am 100. Well, clearly, Mark got your ass handed to you there. But, Mark, you know, you never gave up. You never surrendered. You came back and tried to mount a comeback to win your pride back. Let's hear that sounded. <laughs> oh, God. At the end of the day, I get to still live my life. You are going to want to be a fat sack of shit. <laughs> like every other fucking loser that gets married. Because guess what? Homie, you were a lot better shit beforehand. You just hit me dolls. You just hit a wall this time. You felt that, right? No, I hit fat. No, you hit a wall. You're trying to suck in. No, you hit a wall. No, you're trying to suck in, buddy. You hit a wall. Dude, you hit a little flabby. 
Flabby. Sexy me. This guy was supposed to be a Hall of Famer for West Islip. Guess what? They've never called. They never will because he's not as good as he thinks he is. He's peaked years ago, and he's still living off that high. He talks about high school. High school was 10 years ago plus. I can't even count that far back because the fact is you peaked, Al Bundy. Go ahead, talk about how many shots you scored in one game. No one cares anymore. I'm living my life. I'm living my dream. What do you do for a living? You're a physician. Uh, I can't even say what you do. You're teacher. No, you're talking bullshit. You're a physician. Is that what you say? Guess what? I always want to be in wrestling. popcorn, guys. I always want to be in professional wrestling. I am professional wrestling. I always want to be an actor. I am an actor. You are living in my coattails. Congratulations. I think I was trying to say phys ed teacher. I think... I think so, too, but you had way too many shots of wrestling. Oh, my God. For those listeners right now <laughs> that can't see us but are using their ears to listen to us. If you can't see us, talk about hitting wall and hitting flab. Mark was hitting your stomach. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? He definitely was icing his knuckles when he got home from the bar that night. Oh, here we go. Anyways, I'm looking at somebody right now who has their eyes shut and their hand on their forehead, defeated, literally, was it three, four weeks later still? Almost a month later. This is my first defeated. time hearing this, man. Like, you, you heard what I heard. Uh, you're a drunk man going off. <laughs> and you were a stupid physician. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I think bottom line was we could all forgive and forget. I think we can unanimously agree that you won that. You, I mean, yeah, he did win that one. I'll give it up. Like, fine. He did win that. And each and every one that you told me later on, like he just owned you in promos. Oh, oh well, I took oh, whoa, 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 well, whoa, I took no, my no, promo no, no. belt from the house in Fire Island. I took it on the ferry with me, and I still got it. As you should. Is it? Is it this oh, a, it's up on my wall right now. Yeah. Is this a challenge? <laughs> I don't think you want that smoke again, boy. Oh, bring it. Son. I do want a drink. So let's get a break and come back to the news. I'm just wrestling for the company that I know is going to get me where I want to go. I keep doing what I've been doing, and it's just fucking busting my ass. That was the most intense thing that I've ever done in my entire life, honestly. Not just the meeting Shibata thing, but the the workouts and the drills they put us through. Like, it was, oh, oh my God. You know how you've oh, yeah. all got friends telling you, oh, you're going to do great stuff, man, blah, blah, blah. These motherfuckers have been shoving that shit up my ass since I started. Like, oh, you're going to be on WWE someday, blah, blah, blah. But in my own head, I'm telling myself, like, someday, yeah, I fucking will be because I'm going to work hard enough to get there. I, I, was, I rode on a fucking plane from Chicago to uh, Charlotte with Pentagon and Phoenix who were going to Jacksonville while I was going to... Philadelphia for Evolve and AEW respectively and we were all just so happy to be together and hang out one night like those are my buddies like yeah. fucking we don't ever there's no fucking competition between us if there is in the offices like so be it I don't give a fuck about that before Riddle there was Silas for me he, he was the guy that was really pushing for me to get spots in the Ring of Honor locker room, and uh, I'm pretty sure he had a small deal to do with me getting in the Top Prospect Tournament in 26 or 2017. 
a quart of horchata. It's pretty much like cinnamon rice milk water. It's just the it's a delicious, delicious, delicious Mexican drink. That's, I was just doesn't say, sound that's a good. Mexican drink, yeah. Yes, yes, it doesn't sound good, but it's so fucking good, dude. Welcome back. That was just a preview of the interview Greenman has. So make sure to check out our YouTube page, A Shadow Wrestling, for the full, unedited, raw, uncut interview. Definitely want to check it out. YouTube, A Shadow Wrestling. You don't want to miss it. You guys ready to get into the news? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Harley Race was scheduled to appear at the Fan Expo in Knoxville, Tennessee, last week. But while he was traveling, he fell ill and had to go to the hospital. You know Harley Race is currently battling lung cancer? Yes. That's what happens when you smoke a cigarette every day. Oof. Yeah. Harley Race's World League Wrestling School issued the following update on his health. Saying, and I quote, due to privacy concerns, no specific information will be given out. So, I mean, thanks. For that that non update. <laughs> now, you know, it, it's, I do wish Harley, uh, Harley Race all the best. I mean, one of the most legendary characters in wrestling of all time, I would say. And uh, yeah, I heard good things overall. Triple H's biggest idol. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully, we'll keep you updated. Quick, speedy recovery to uh, the king, Harley Race. Big news. Dropped during Extreme Rules, they announced the Raw reunion this coming week. The Monday biggest Raw. reunion of all time. Yeah, wasn't it supposed to be Raw 25? Wasn't Raw 25 the biggest uh, no, reunion? No, 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 Putty, this is even bigger than Raw 25. This is USA Network saying, get ratings up. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is, actually. Right. I'm not going to read the whole list. The names have been announced. Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Sean Michaels, Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash. The huge. The Million Dollar Man, Teddy Biasi, Eric Bischoff, my good friend, The Boogeyman. Surprising, Santino Morello is going to be on the list. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. on the list? Yeah. He's on there? Yeah. yeah. He's on there. The Godfather, Road Dog, Sid Vicious, Pat Patterson, McFoley, X Pac, DX, Molina. And you know who turned down the offer? Jim, Jim Ross. Ross. Yeah, I guess Jim Ross, yeah. <laughs> he didn't want, but Tony Khan wanted him to do it. Tony Khan? Wait, I didn't know that. Tony, Tony Khan, Tony Khan told him to do, do it, it, but he didn't want. Why would, why would you want Jim Ross on the show if he's the voice of another promotion? But Jim, that, 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 Jim Ross. Respect the, for. Who he is, I think. I yeah, think he was the thing. voice of Raw for so long. That's not who I was talking about. Bret Hart turned down the offer to come on Raw reunion. So what's the deal with Bret Hart? I mean, he, I know he came on AEW's uh, first pay-per-view. For that uh, unveil the title belt. Right. So is he some, Is he something to do with AEW now? No. Or? no. There's no reason why he turned it down. He just didn't want to do it, I guess. That was them making a statement. A one-off. Maybe. I yeah. guess so. He's always a wild card, Bret. Is anybody looking forward to seeing him at the Raw reunion? Curious. It's a curiosity factor. Anybody specific you want to see? Um, you know what? I, I'm actually curious about Melina. The seeing like how she's being played on to there, seeing how she interacts with the, the superstars there. I mean, she's she wasn't let go in the best of terms. <laughs> curious what they do with Sid because Sid wasn't around for a while. He didn't come on Raw 25. Sid vicious, right? Sid Some has Sid? been on. Some of the he uh, was on Raw twenty five, but he did come back for one off on Raw. He power bombs. Yeah. Heath Slater, I think. Oh, okay. Shawn Michaels is going to do commentary, though. On SmackDown the next night. SmackDown. SmackDown. I'm curious about that. He's doing two nights in a row. Why is he doing commentary on SmackDown? Not sure. Find out. Because Byron Saxton sucks. Ooh. My good friend Byron Saxton. Sorry, Byron. Ooh. Somebody won't be there. It's Mickey James. She had a successful surgery this week to repair her torn right ACL. First big injury in how long? 20 years. 20 years. That's incredible. 
She's expected to have been seven to nine months, which means she might be back in time for WrestleMania. That's, she said if she comes back. If she comes back. So. She's, oh, I didn't realize she's 40 years old. She will be 40, yeah. And good for her. She looks fantastic. She could still go. She signed a multi-year deal back in December 2016. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, that's probably why she said if she comes back because she yeah. her contract's probably going to be up. Rumored to be three years. The not been confirmed yet, which means it will be up soon. Right. So I don't. They'll bring see, her back as some sort of role if it's not talent. I mean, she's she'd be great to have as a producer or something. Yeah, definitely keeping it in the house. You don't want to lose her to AEW or Impact. You don't or want to. Because she really could still go. So they they might still sign not her. She, not only could she go, but she has a great mind for the business. and Yeah. She could train the next generation. 100%. Keep her in the uh, performance center as a coach. Carson, any comments on Mickey James? Well, apparently with the injury, they have to freeze her contract. So her contract's not going to be up while she's hurt. They do do that, yeah. They have to freeze her contract until she's back. And they said, I think, next April is when she is projected to be cleared. So I'm not sure when they have to start freezing the contract based off injury. But WWE will still have time with her when she gets back. And I mean, I agree. She's definitely somebody you do not want to let go because, A, she has a great mind for the business. She's a veteran. She's been there. She can train. And uh, it's I, I, I agree. It's definitely somebody you would want to keep around backstage if you are feeling threatened by AEW, depending on what happens in the fall. And that's also depending if that's what Mickey James wants. You know, Mickey yeah, James yeah. might still feel like she. It, it sounds like she indicated she still feels like she could compete. Of course, she can. Yeah, and she obviously still can. I didn't even realize she's forty. No one did. You know, there's a lot of superstars that are forty plus on a roster right now. You don't even you don't even think of. I mean, look at Bobby Roode. Look at AJ Styles. Look at Bobby Lashley. You know, these guys. My girlfriend still thinks Randy Orton's hot. Randy Orton. He's he's I don't even swing that way. He's, he's, guy, yeah. he's a hot dude. Yeah. And the guy can still no, go. Right. Going back to the contract phase, they don't have to. And the news we talk about Luke Harper. Yeah. He asked for his release because mm-hmm. he was injured. They're like, nah, we don't play that. And then they added on the time he missed. In terms of freezing the contract. Yeah. So I guess that's subjective to what WWE wants to do. And who they want to do it with, yeah. No offense to Luke Harper. Luke Harper is a fantastic athlete, great character. Like. It, there's a lot of potential with Luke Harper. I feel like that WWE is missing out on, but Mickey James has more so of a legacy than Luke Harper. So if they're doing that to Luke Harper, they're definitely going to do that to Mickey James. I think it's more respect with Mickey James, mm. right? She's not asking for her release like he was, right? Well, if your contract's up, you think you think AEW is going, not going to be like knocking yeah. on her door? Yeah. So I, I assume there's some sort of camaraderie relationship there that they're not expecting her to just bolt right away, right? I think they can work something out. I'm sure. Hopefully. Go love me some Mickey James. Listen, either way, Mickey James wins. It's a great time to be a performer right now because you have options. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And exactly what I touched on earlier before. There's so many different options. You have options and you have leverage. For the first time in a while. Yeah, there's actual leverage. 20 years, right? Almost 20 years. Yeah. According to a report from ProWrestlingSheet.com, Finn Balor will be taking some time off coming up. He feels burned out, asked for some vacation, and he'll probably stick around through SummerSlam and then we won't see him for a while. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. That they want to throw him in the club with Styles and the boys. Please do. With the club reformed, I said bring new people on. Yeah. Mm, I don't know about him. Because the club is AJ Styles and the Good Brothers. But when AJ Styles on SmackDown a face, the club all of a sudden became in the Good Brothers and Finn Balor for a while. Can I just say something real quick? We have all this talent right now in WWE. And, and we do. We actually have a deep roster that I feel like we don't get credit for. Correct. No, because only ten people are used. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. I and and I think we need factions 
Because faction, Thank you. Factions italicize the talents that are not getting TV time. So you can get three to four guys on TV. Like right now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching uh, the year 2000 right now with, you know, back in the day, WWE. And, and they're fitting all this talent on TV. They're getting X-Pac, Road Dog, Triple H. They're getting the entire four or five people in one shot. And in a 15-minute promo to start Raw off. And they're getting over because they're involved. If they weren't in a faction, would they even get that TV time? No, they wouldn't. No. I've been saying this for a while. Fashion is a lost art form. Yeah. They are. They, for some reason, the E wants to stick to three team people. The Wyatt family, the New Day come to mind. There's another one, the Shield. Yeah. But there's a lost art form of factions. Let's see they come back. I said a couple weeks ago, bring more people onto the club. Instead of being a three-man faction. Like, you do, you a, do a, more than a three-man. You don't want to make it like an NWO thing. or even, No, no. You like, like Evolution 4. Even the corporation five, got yeah. to be a little bit too much at one point. The uh, corporate ministry got too much. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was ridiculous. Luckily, the corporate ministry only lasted like two or three yeah. months. Thank God. Right. It, you know, it, that's that's how long something like that could go for. Yeah, yeah. Sassoon Squad is a good faction. Thank you. BX Strong is a good faction. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what the, watch your mouth. I'm sorry. I, I hear BX strong. I just can't on myself. The current reigning defending okay. BWF tag team champions. Here we go. He's a little bitter because my boys, the BX strong, beat his boys for the tag team championship. But so you took two. Lo- so you took two losses recently, they huh? Didn't, <laughs> they didn't pin ECS. No, but they lost. The titles. No, well, they, they won the cheap way. Yo, if you, if they were to pin the champions, I would acknowledge that, and I would respectfully say that yes, BX Strong are the BWF Tag Team Champions. I would respectfully say that. I would tip my hat to them, you're, you're but cha- they didn't do it. You're changing the dialogue. For- we're talking about factions here, great factions. No, you, well, you're you're bringing up some a source subject here, obviously. So well, yeah, my mistake. You know the news starting October fourth, SmackDown will go to Fox. Long rumor has been, will NXT go to Fox as well? New report coming. That's one though, right? New report is that NXT might come to FS1 on Wednesday nights, directly opposite AEW. I don't know how I feel about that. Cousin, like, do you think AEW and NXT could go head to head? That has NXT DDR only an hour. all over it. Yeah, NXT's an hour, so maybe do eight to nine, and then nine to eleven. AEW, the NXT the structure that is right now, though. I mean, like we we've talked about it. It feels like it's a new character every week yeah. we, we don't get to really know these characters we'll here. bell on it because we can yeah right and, and if they were to do that head to head with aew they're going to lose i feel like if but everybody's a hard on nxt though i don't get it the takeovers I, are great don't get me wrong do you watch nxt yes i do um the takeovers is the, the takeovers are the best product wwe has right now in terms of like just like entertainment value in ring performances i think nxt takeover i get done watching a takeover and I'm like, wow, that is so much better than what I get on Monday and Tuesday nights. But NXT from a week-to-week basis is not going to touch what AEW is going to bring from week-to-week basis. And no, that's just the reality of it. it it's yeah. not going to. And now, and now, like I said, I'm... You don't know that because there's no competition for them. Well, yet. I don't know because it hasn't happened yet. But, but yeah. if you, with the backing that AEW has, as I said before, if you don't think they're coming out hard in those first couple months with what they're going to give us on potentially Wednesday nights on TNT, right? That's what it's room for, Wednesday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're crazy because they have the backing financially. They have, they're slowly but surely getting the talent there. I agree with you. They're going to come out hard. Yeah. Balls they're going, they're going to get the their hype, ratings at first. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because the hype is there. Curiosity factor. My thing is yeah. sustainability. Will it be there? Will the ratings be as high as they are? Will the hype be as there? Not right away. Two months in. Will, or is 
eventually go down and plateau at a certain point. It depends it, what they do. I mean, yeah, if they do all. more of those chair shots that they did the Cody Rhodes heads. I'm turning I'm, off. I mean, off. yeah, people, they're going to lose the audience. But, you know, <sighs> right now with these pay-per-views. That bothers me. With these pay-per-views. Us turning it off with the chair shots. No, so. no, no. Like, okay. So let me get this straight. We complain about WWE being a product, right? Being, and I, I actually, I'm actually heated right now because I feel like this is such a. I mean, that was a hypocritical statement. Oh we no, get, no, this is not me saying this. Oh, this is okay. What, this is, I, 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 I actually don't see the problem with it. Okay. Personally, I, but you're talking networks. I, I'm talking networks. I'm talking about fan base. I listen. I my my fingers on the pulse. I read what the people say on Twitter all the time. I, I get it. I see what you're saying. And yeah, that was a big deal. So then let me talk to the fan base out there that 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 had such a problem with that chair shot. We every Monday, every Tuesday tune in and we make fun of how WWE is soft. How WWE in ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, those are the best years. I have friends that tell me they stop watching the pod because it sucks now because they can't do this, they can't do that, they can't do this. Oh, awesome was the man. This and that. There's no blood. There's no nudity. There's no sexual innuendos on TV. And then AEW delivers something like that. Now, albeit. That was not supposed to happen, yes, but it was, a, it was a chair. It was a botch, yeah. It was, it was a, a botch. Tra- whatever. It, it was happens. like Eddie Guerrero blade job. That was... Exactly, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was and, gruesome. It was more yeah. than we wanted. But then we, but then we start questioning AEW when they actually give us the fan service that we want, that we've been asking for, for the last fucking 20 years. And right? th- this is why Daniel Bryan was one of the best characters of all time, because this is a perfect example of him calling the audience fickle. Oh, fickle. Word. Fickle. No, it's true though, and they finally give it to us, and then and, and all of a sudden it's not, now it's a bad thing. Now it's like oh, did, did well, concussion protocols, this and that. I'm like, well, this is what you want, this is what you asked for, and they're giving it to you, and you're still complaining about it. Are people asking for that though? Are people asking for a chair shot to the head? They want. They don't they know what us, they want. No, no, they want to emulate what the attitude ever brought us. What's they the want to emulate from '97 to 2001 when there was. Chair shots to the head was a huge thing. I saw, we watched Mankind take 13 across the head at Royal Rumble in 98. Which, looking back at it, that was a little much. Which I'm concerned. Like, if you expect AEW to bring about the new era of the Attitude Era, I mean, you're going to be let down. Like so we just talked about earlier in the show, the next evolution of the Attitude Era is coming. Yeah. But it's not going to be chair shots to the head. It's not going to be these violent as it was in the 90s because there's more science now. There's more... Oh, I'm not... I'm not... Yo, I'm not... Going against saying that's the right thing to do from their end, but they're giving us what we got in the Attitude Error, and the first thing they give us, little blood, little chair shot to the head, and we have fans who, or, or, or you know, the WWE Universe or AEW Universe, whatever you want to categorize as, are still complaining about it. And then they're questioning Tony Khan after the event, saying, well, you know, and I'm just like, come on. They're, they're giving us what we asked for. Well, Putty, let me ask you a question, right? It sounds like you're against the chair shot, correct? Not necessarily. Well, but I just I'm not hard about it. All right. Well, let me ask you this. So there you go. Here you go, Carson. Here you go. All right. <laughs> Do you remember a few years back WrestleMania? It was Triple H versus Undertaker. Was, I think it was a uh, No Holds Barred match, and Triple H. Uh, one of them hit, did a hair uh, headshot. Twenty seven. Elena. Yeah. Headshot. Right. Yeah. WrestleMania sucked, by the way. But needless to say, there was a headshot with a chair, which Both of them were was still ba- uh, was still banned. They still got a fine. Were you okay with that headshot? I don't really remember not being okay with it. No one talked about it, right? Because it was it was in context of the match, context of the story, context of the story, right? Like you know, I feel like yes, it was a botch job. It botches happen, and it's unfortunate. But a chair shot to the head. I've t- it, I've taken one. It, it's it's it, not. It's a bitch. Yeah, it's a, it's a bitch. I'm sure. I've never taken one. Fuck you, Green Man. 
<laughs> but you know what? as long as it's context of the match i feel like if it's done every time then it's going to lose its luster if it's done once in a blue moon you're gonna be like holy shit less is more yeah, less yeah, is yeah, more yeah. with that like if we, like, but we there's no context of this match when, though is number 10 giving him out of nowhere when cm punk gave john cena pile driver on monday night raw yeah, who cares about CM when, punk? when pile driver is banned we're like holy shit did that just happen you see a punk fan I'm a CM Punk fan because of everything he's done, not only during while he was with us, but after the business is <laughs> Rest over. <in> peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, in the wrestling world, well, he's yeah. coming back to Starcast. I know. I hope that step one to come back to AEW. And I'll tell you one thing: if he comes back to AEW, shit is on. Yo, yo, shit would be on is for sure. On. Why? He wasn't that great. Are you serious, buddy? No, in other that's news, a, that's a that's a real hot take. In other news, yeah. Eric Bischoff started his role in the headquarters this week. He's saying he's not as creative. But people were wondering when he's starting. He's starting, so give an eye on SmackDown the next couple of weeks. But what does it mean, though, his job right now? If it's not creative, I mean, are we really going to see his influence in SmackDown? He's definitely, he's definitely got an influence. How? He's it's running, not really he, clear. He's probably running the creative meetings. No, he's got nothing they, to do with creative. Well, there's going to be some sort of change because WWE's not going to make that type of move and just give us the same product. Everybody reports to him, even creative. But and he reports events. There's, he reports events. Creative, but creative's not reporting to events anymore. They're, they're saying Eric, Eric Bischoff is a separate role from creative right now. No, but he they, creative reports to him. He's the he's the man of SmackDown. Only he reports events. Right? Yeah, well, we'll see what happens then. We will see what happens. Carson, any last comments? Because I see your drinks out there. Let's get a refill. Oh, I'm ready for a refill. These Come. things are flowing nicely, baby. Come back to some uh, Raw and SmackDown. Let's do it. A Shot of Wrestling presents Cheers and Heal. All right, Mark, Carson, did you watch Raw on SmackDown? Yes, yes. I did. I mean, there's really only one thing to talk about Raw. Bray Wyatt. That was amazing. We were talking about for weeks now, how is this going to debut? Mm-hmm. What do you think? That was perfect. Right? It was really well done. I, I love like the fade of the music of Finn Balor's music. Yeah, that was great. And was, that was cool. I feel like that's something I haven't seen before with that. And they were on Long Island. They're on Long Island. So the playoff town. So the playoff did blackout. Yeah, it was like I thought we had a blackout. It was it was well done, Carson. I, I wasn't was... even thinking about that actually about the playoff the blackout. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. My one thing, my one thing, I wanted this new Bray Wyatt push, this new character, this new gimmick, or or, or adjusted gimmick, is to just not overplay it. Yes. Don't give us too much of it. What Less Bully is Ray more. Said. And you know what? I'm sorry not to interrupt you, but to. He what they to. did was perfect because he came in, they showed it for maybe, what, 20 seconds just standing there, right? And then they had that, that siren coming in. What they did was perfect. Yes. Yeah. What do they do from here? Well, yeah. And, and I, I, think, I think what they just gave us should be a microcosm of what they give us in the future in terms of let's not give us too much. Like, we didn't see, like, a four-minute beatdown, him throwing it, Finn Balor throwing through tables no. and dragging around the it arena. It doesn't need it. It doesn't no, need exactly. it. No, exactly. I love how the lights went out. Oh, my, my, and was, you hear him kicking his ass on the ring. Yes, right. you hear it. They're like, oh, there's something going on. I, what, What's happening? Yeah. yeah. And then it came out. And then you, it's, even still, the lights didn't fully come on. It, it, that was even like more eerie yeah. as far as like the, some of the lights coming in, reflecting off his mask. or The close-up make... camera shot of just his face was like, this Perfect. is a different Bray Wyatt. This is different. This, this is, is not the same old Bray Wyatt. Because I remember he went away, came back, the yeah. same thing. This is different. And, I, and, and they played off that very well. And I it's think also the cam- not P. 
PG. That's scary shit for kids. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, yeah. All, these, all those vignettes yeah. were freaky as hell. So do we see the Bray Wyatt, Pee Wee Herman character again? Or is it just a fiend from here? Yeah. No, I think we do. I think you, you have, have to. to. You, you have, have to. to go back to that. If, if if you just made us sit through two and a half months of promos, uh, of, of uh, vignettes of that, you have to show that character in a in that other form as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So me and Mark had this conversation. What do you do with this character? Like, is it the fiend the in-ring character you see? Is the fiend the the, the demon for Finn Balor? Where you see Bray Wyatt wrestle sometimes I think and it, turn into the fiend? I think it could be a play on the demon with Finn Balor. I, I, That's what I thought and, it was personally, yeah. And, 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 and don't you think that this may lead in the future to a fiend versus demon match at some sort of big pay-per-view? We eventually will get The alter egos. A match I'd rather see than... The demon versus Sister Abigail, we were supposed to yeah. get like a couple months ago. Yeah, thank thank God for yeah. that. Thank God for Bray Wyatt getting sick. Yeah, um, the God for illness. Yeah, <laughs> but you know it could lead to that. It's not going to happen at SummerSlam, from not what we're hearing. Um, but you know, at some point in time, yeah, it's going to have to lead to demon versus fiend. Yeah, I just don't see the fiend talking. It's got to be the yeah, Bray Wyatt character talking. You know, we we don't know. Obviously, we're speculating right now. We don't necessarily know what. And that's what we're talking about, which is make us tune into Raw to see what happens next. Absolutely, absolutely. Anything else on Raw you guys want to talk about? I yeah, I do actually. Uh, I really want to talk about actually is like the Long Island crowd during the women's match. Okay, talk about it. Yeah, please. Now, listen, I I get it from Long Island, your hometown. Yeah, I I, you know I, I feel like Long Island in general, Brooklyn, they do like to hijack the show. For unnecessary reasons. The the Fatal 4-Way match, it wasn't a, a five-star match by any means. I think we could all agree with that. Yeah, but it didn't suck either. It didn't suck either. It didn't deserve that treatment no. at all to get the boring chance. I'll tell you why the crowd was doing that. Because I was doing the same thing myself on the couch watching it. Bailey's not over as a champion, okay? That's number one. But she had nothing to do with that match. But she wasn't in that match. No, 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 no. no. But, uh, okay, but just let all me right, keep okay. going here. Okay. okay? Let, let, let me finish. And this is also a microcosm to my point that I want to get with Kofi Kingston later on. Okay? Number two. So that was the fatal four-way, right, for the number one contender. Right. Okay? For Raw Women's Championship. Yes. Raw Women's Championship. Okay? The, the, I feel like that title right now is almost irrelevant. Okay? Bailey gets no pop coming out. Number two, you had, okay, you had Alexa Bliss, right? Right. You had uh, Naomi, right? Right. Okay. Naomi, is she over or are we sick of her yet? Depends. She's mostly over. I mean, she she's got a fan base. Yeah, she got a fan base. She comes out to a pop somewhat. I mean, I'm I'm personally I'm I respect her athleticism. It's faded. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan personally of Naomi. I, I respect her athleticism in the ring, but that's about it. I think Alexa Bliss needs the title to be over. Mind you, there's people that do not need the title to be over. Like for instance, I don't think Bray Wyatt ever has to be a champion nor to be over. Like, no, he's with, like with Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay, yeah, exactly. So, right. all right, and then you have Natalia. No one's sick of Natalia. Am I the only one? I, I, I love Natalia. I'm not sick of her, yeah. You, you guys both like Natalia. I love I'm not, Natalia. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a fan of hers, but I'm not, over, I'm not like, bored of her. I think she's fantastic in the ring. I think she could still go. I feel like now they're, they're trying to get away from scripted promos. Obviously, we saw the promo at the end of the match. She did a very good job with it, with the, like, the small amount that she had to say. I, I'm a fan. Well, yeah, because they, they went a little... You know, attitude error. They did, but last. I've always been. I've, I've always you, been. You, a fan you watch of a, you watch a woman's match, and you actually said with Natalia in the match, you actually said, "Wow, that was a four star, three star match." Natalia has had some great, great matches. The one which she had underrated. With, yeah, she, the matches that she's had with Charlotte have been incredible, especially the one at NXT. Oh my god, that was a five star match. 
five star match. <laughs> four and a half. You know, Dave Meltzer's only given out four five star matches in the history of WWE. Well, Dave right? Meltzer, I, I, and this is actually one of them right here that we're watching right now. This is one of the only five star matches. I'm not necessarily a Dave Meltzer guy. WrestleMania but... 13. Yep. Bret Hart, Stone Cold. Steve By the Wilson. way, that was a chair shot to the head by Stone Cold. Yeah, going on. I'm not gonna lie, guys. That match on on Raw, the crowd Did it deserve to be the boring chant. What, what, what I don't chant where they're going. Boring. This is awful. This is, this this is awful. Yeah, we want Sasha. John, uh, let's go. Cena. Cena sucks. I forget what other chants there were. You didn't warn those chants. I don't think, especially because the outcome wasn't are expected. Fair. Yeah, we didn't expect Natalia to win. Yeah, but okay, she won. But do you, we want to see new sometimes. We want to see Natalia versus Becky Lynch is new. No, We've but I'm saying Natalia in general, though. Like, like, like I, I'm glad like Ember Moon is finally getting like Bailey. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm actually glad she's finally getting her moment. You know, I mean, I, does she win? Who knows? But I'm glad that she's actually in the spotlight front. We want to see new Natalia. We've seen her in title matches for the last seven years or, or X amount of years, whatever it's been. But you've seen all so those that, women. That, 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 does that disqualify her from getting another no, title? No, doesn't though? disqualify her. I'm just. I've just never seen an Italia promo other than maybe the one build with Charlotte where she actually got a little edgy, okay, and then the other promo the other night after the match. But, like, still. She's had some good – when she had that feud with Nikki Bella, she had some good shots in there. <sighs> maybe Natalia's just not for me. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, she, that could I, never, be I never get excited about an Italia match, ever. Never do. Never have. I think she's – sometimes she's corny. Uh, I think she, as a face, she's corny. I think as a heel, when she was when she went heel for a little bit, was that like a, I think a year or two ago? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, I was digging it. You know, I, I like that that, that 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 little bitchy side of her. I did enjoy the tease of her turning on Ronda Rousey last year. They're best friends, but the rumor was they're going to turn. And, yeah, I don't know why that, that didn't happen. Rumor. But here's the thing with WWE. I mean, they they tend to make their faces corny in general. I mean, look at Roman Reigns well, suckering P- Suckertash. Look at during, Seth Rollins right now. <laughs> during right. the PG era. We'll see what right, happens exactly. Forward. You know, it's just, that's just WWE creative in general. You can't necessarily blame Natalia for that. It's just WWE's directive. I mean, now we're obviously seeing a different side. I mean, I... I like I'm, what Velveteen Dream said, though, right? When he posted all that stuff on Instagram about not blaming the booking, not blaming the writers. It's the performers that go out, that go out there and get themselves over. It's yeah. the same way The Rock got himself over. All that stuff The Rock did, you thought he had a, a ghostwriter behind it? No. Well, look at Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder got himself over, and then it's, it's, yes, Zack Ryder had a YouTube show. Next thing you know, he's over. But then, but then creative killed him. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, exactly. yeah. But he still at one point like got over, and, and to this day, he goes out there, and, and and like we as fans cheer for guys like that. Like what, like when him and Kurt Hawkins won at WrestleMania this year. You're telling me you didn't pop a little bit on that couch? Oh, well, Sean, you were there live, but uh, so was I. Oops. Oh, my yeah. fault. So I was on my I couch, mean, and I was like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Fourteen in a row. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else for Raw? For one of the SmackDown, quickly. The one thing I have, and, and this is kind of what I was telling you before the show. We as fans begged for Kofi Kingston, right? We begged for him to be champion. Some of us. Some of us. Not all of us. Okay, I dig we, it. No, okay, right? So then why does he come out at Extreme Rules to zero pop? Zero. I actually yeah. rewound it. It was zero pop. I, I rewound it, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Maybe I, maybe I missed something. Maybe my volume was down. Okay, maybe I... He came out to nothing. He won the match. He's on the apron celebrating. Nothing. Yeah, I, I, I think they he, give us. We ask for this, and they give it to us, and this is how we treat them. I think, this is why I don't blame Vince when he goes against the grain and what the fans want. I think, Putty, this is where you need to get a sound clip of Daniel Bryan going, Fickle! 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 Because that's what the fans are. You know, they, is, they claim they want... They, they claim they know what they want, they get it, and then they 
don't want it anymore. Can I say two words? Yes. Roman Reigns? Yeah. Now they want Roman Reigns. He's the guy. He's the guy I want. He's the star of the shield. I want Roman Reigns. We all want him, Breakout star of the shield. I want him to win the Royal Rumble. He's the next champion. What? He won the Royal Rumble? What? No. no. Wait, Daniel Bryan got eliminated. He won the, you know, Daniel Bryan got eliminated in the middle of it, and then Roman Reigns won? No. No, Fuck him. Fuck him. So when they give us what we want, we turn on him. Yeah. Exactly. It takes a guy to get cancer to get over again, which is or leukemia to get over again, which is pretty sick in the head if you think about it. Because now you don't really hear too many boos now. It's I just not. Boo- it's I- just not. All the people who are booing, they just stay neutral now. I heard boos at WrestleMania for Roman Reigns. That was just at you though. <laughs> yeah, probably because you were standing up. <laughs> SmackDown, SmackDown, Ten Hall. What do you guys think? I liked it. I liked it a lot. You know, Liv Morgan had a great moment on there. You know, interested but, but, to see how she's repackaged. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Oh my god, I go off in that. Buddy Murphy. Great to finally see him on there. I guess Mike getting time. a voice, but not being a face. Kind of love th- how he went heel yeah. when Kevin Owens without being heel could exactly. exactly yeah no that was that was great character work on his part. Mm-hmm. I think Shane McMahon handled it well. But it overall came out pretty well. Overall, I mean, it wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be, but it came out pretty well. No, it, you know, it came out. I you know I I, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Honestly, me too. Yeah, so, and, the bar and, was so low. Yeah, no, and, it was. And going back two weeks ago, what I loved about the whole Shane McMahon coming out and cutting Kevin Owens' mic is because as the fans, we wanted to hear more of what he had to say. Right. Because Kevin Owens is spitting his promo out, right? And he's basically saying what every one of us is thinking about Shane McMahon being overexposed and talents such as so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so not being on the card for this or not being given any airtime. And all those names, they got airtime. Yeah. yeah. They got mic time. And they cut Kevin Owens' mic, and we're like, in our family, I mean, at least in my head, I'm like, no, I want to hear more than what he has to say. And that just kept, and I think that's keeping us salivating for more the, Kevin Owens right now. That was a CM Punk effect. Over. Remember when they cut off CM Punk's mic yeah. when he did the pipe bomb? Yes. We all wanted to hear more. We wanted to hear more. And we fell in love with CM Punk, except Ex- for Putty. Yeah. So, so much for that uh, Daniel Bryan career-altering announcement, huh? A good tease. They were pushing it ever since Sunday night. Good tease. Yeah. You know, it's kind of reminded me when Chris Jericho came back. And that was a good heel turn, though. Yeah, we came out and didn't say anything. We didn't say anything. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like great heel turn of all time. Yes. Any agreed. final words for SmackDown? Live Morgan, Live Morgan, Live Morgan. That 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 promo she cut after that Charlotte Flair match, and she, she put on a good performance during that match too. Might I add? Yeah, she held her own. It was great. Just don't be another Mojo Raleigh and just change the gimmick. Give us some vignettes, and next thing you know, you are gone. Right. No, Mojo Raleigh has a lot of potential too, might I add. Definitely, big time. Yeah, but live a lot of potential chasing around the 24-7 title the first two nights. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. But Liv Morgan, I, I'm very curious to see what happens next with her. You're a lifelong wrestling fan, right? Yeah. You're a lifelong wrestling fan, right? Of course. Who knows more about wrestling? Me. I'm an encyclopedia. Let's find out. Let's, let's play some games. Ooh, I might have just, oh. just jinxed myself. Cause I don't know what this game is, but let's do it. I just got it. hard. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> It's games with Michael J. Putty. All right, gentlemen, let's get ready. This is Jet Putty. We have five categories. Ready to do this? Get into the quorum of a question. You get it right, you get the points. If you get it wrong, you lose the points. Here we go, baby. Let's do it. Categories are Shawn Michaels, WWE Studios, Retired Titles, Monday Night Raw, and Potpourri. Carson, since you're here, we're going to call it Celebrity. Jeopardy? That's not fair. I'm I'm Hollywood, Mark Schwann, for a reason. You're going to call it Celebrity Jeopardy because he's here. He's not even a celebrity. But he owns you in promos. Oh, yeah. Be kidding Bachelor me. party, right? I mean, yeah, after I buried you at your party. I was party, drunk I off you, my ass. I made you a jobber for a couple hours. And you know what? That's why I go first. Simple for enough. For five minutes, maybe. Please ask. First. Carson, oh, here we go. the board is yours. 
Shawn Michaels for 600. Shawn Michaels is the only member of this group to never work for WCW. Remember, Mark, you're one. You say two. Two. Degeneration X. Incorrect. So, so you lose 600. Mark, you want to take it out here? Three, two. What is the NWO? Carson, the board is still yours. Monday Night Raw for 200. This was the year Monday Night Raw debuted. Two. One. Carson. 1993. That is correct. January. Don't be the bonus point for the month, though. I'm not going to do that. All right. That's fine. Carson, the board is yours. Poopery for 400. This arena has hosted the most WrestleManias. One. Two. Cars, uh, Mark. Mass Square Garden. Form of question. Oh, New York City. Oh, what is Mass Square Garden? That's correct. Mark, the board is yours. Uh, let's do WWE Studios for 400. I give you the description of the movie. Tell me what the movie is. Jack Conrad is purchased by a wealthy television producer and taken to a desolate island where he must fight to the death against nine other killers to fight for his freedom. Two. Carson. The Marine. Incorrect. One. Mark. The Marine three. Mm, incorrect. What is the condemned? Both uh, men now at zero. Okay, great. I watch Netflix, not WWE Studios. <laughs> Mark, the board is yours. I'll take uh, Potpourri for 200. He was the very first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. Ooh. Time's up. Who was Andre the Giant? Fuck me. Oh, Mark, yeah. Mark the board I, I knew that one was too simple. And I was like, oh, oh man. Retire titles for 200. It was retired on April 3rd, 2016. And it was last held by Charlotte. One. Oh, Mark. Which one you got me? What is the woman's, uh, what is the Divas title? Correct. Divas Mark the board's yours. Let's do Shawn Michaels for 800. He adopted the nickname the Heartbreak Kid after the suggestion of what Hall of Famer? Two. One. Carson. Harley Race? Incorrect. What is Pat Patterson? Ooh, incorrect. Who is Mr. Perfect? Wow, really? Mark, you are at negative 600. Carson, you're at negative 800. So I'm winning. <laughs> yes, I believe you want to call that. Mark These are the, tough. Mark the board is tough. I don't fucking play. Yeah. No, you really don't. Mark Damn. the board is yours. Let's do retired titles for 400. It was retired on December 9th, 2001. And was last held by Chris Jericho. Two. Carson. European title. Ooh, incorrect. One. WWC, uh, WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, that is correct. Oh, that was Unify when he beat Austin and The Rock in the same night, correct? Yes. So, so Mark, Mark, you're at negative 200. Carson, you're at negative 1,200. You suck, Carson. I need a big round here. <laughs> Mark, the board is yours. Um, let's go Monday Night Raw, 400. After the June 7th, 2020. 10 episode, Daniel Bryan was fired from the W after choking this ring announcer. Two. One. Carson. Justin Roberts. Fuck you. I said one first. I mean, you get one pass about who what is, is, who who is, is. What is Justin Roberts? I'll give it to you, though. When you get one pass. He got, like, three. Negative 800, negative 200. Right, right fucking around here. Carson, the board is yours. Shawn Michaels for 400. His wife, Rebecca, was a former Nitro girl and went by this name. Ooh. I want to take a guess, but I don't want to risk the points. What is Whisper? Carson, the board is yours. Shawn Michaels for 200. Known as Shawn Michaels the world over. This is actually his real name. Two. One. Carson. Michael Shawn Hickenbottom. That is correct. I feel like you're giving much love to Carson right now. No, I'm getting my shits in before you. Carson, the board is yours. Is negative 200, negative 600. Poopery for 600. This is the entry number that has produced the most Royal Rumble winners. One. Mark. What is 27? That is correct. Mark is in the green with 400. 400 to negative 600. Mark, the board is yours. WWE Studios, 200. In this movie, Detective Danny Fisher discovers his girlfriend has been kidnapped 
by an ex-con tied to his past. One. Uh, what is 12 rounds? That is correct. You watched WWE Studios stuff? No, that was a pure guess, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mark, the board is yours. Let's go Monday Night Raw 600. This is the highest rated segment in Raw history. Two. Carson. What is The Rock, This Is Your Life? That is correct. Is it still? Well, I guess I'm not surprised. Carson, you are now at zero, breaking even, and the board is yours. Let me get Monday Night Raw for 800. He was the very first draft picked for Raw on the very first draft in 2002. One. Mark. The Rock. Incorrect. It's a big minus 800 there, boy boy. 2002. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you want to guess again and get another 800 points off or not? Time's up. Who was The Undertaker? Rock was the number first pick overall. Carson, the board is yours. Poopery for 800. Rowdy. Rowdy Piper never wrestled at this major pay-per-view. One. Mark. SummerSlam. That is correct. Fuck. Are uh, you lucky? Damn. What is SummerSlam? What is SummerSlam? 600 to zero. Mark, you're in the control. WWE Studio 600. Pure guess is coming up here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> A group of delinquents are set to clean the Blackwell Hotel. Little do they know, recluse, psychopath. Jacob Goodnight has holed away in the rotting hotel. Two. Carson. Can't no canes in it. Yep. What is evil eyes? Evil, uh, evil One. eyes? One. One. Mark. What is see no evil? Correct. Oh, yes! God! Yes! Whoa. Is Horowitz wins! Horowitz wins! <laughs> it is 1,200. That, that was, no, that was, a, that should be half the points. That was a straight piggyback off what I said. Mark, you're in, you're in control. Hey, Schwan, you're welcome. Okay, Millennial, shut up. Let's go with retired title, 600. It was retired on February 16th, 2010, and it was last held by Ezekiel Jackson. Two. Carson. What is the ECW championship? That is correct. 1,200 to zero. Carson, you're in control. Retired titles for 800. It was retired on July 22nd, 2002, as it was unified. Two. With the Intercontinental Championship. Two. Carson. What is the European championship? That is correct. Comeback City, bitch. 800 to 1,200. Carson, you're in control. Shawn Michaels for 1,000. During an episode of Raw in 1995, he collapsed during a match after receiving an insecurity from what? Two. One. Carson. Owen Hart. Fuck you, That's man. <laughs> please don't scream into the microphone, please. Sorry. I actually cry when that happened. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I was eight years old. I was just waiting what the actual question was. Like, all right, I know everything about this. Shawn Michaels is done. Carson, you're in control. Let me get poop brief for 1,000. In his very first year with the WWE. He won the European title, IC title, one King of the Ring. Mark, what is Brock Lesnar? Incorrect. What? <laughs> Let me finish the statement. Carson, in his very first year at WWE, he won the European title, IC title, King of the Ring, and the World title. Who is Kurt Angle? Two hundred to eighteen hundred. Carson, you're in control. Who's up? You. I have eighteen hundred. and Mark has two hundred. Correct. LOL. Dick. <laughs> Monday Night Raw for a thousand, please. Whoop 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 whoop. What does that mean? That's the Daily Double. Hey! Oh, shit. Only you can answer this question, Carson. You have 1,800. How much do you want to wager? He has 200? Yeah. I'll wager 600. He holds the record for the most appearances on Raw, which as of this recording, stands at 995. How long do I have here? Five seconds. Okay. I don't have an answer. Who is Jerry the King Lawler? Uh, see, I was thinking about him, but I was like, no, I feel like it's for the rest of Yeah, that makes sense. 200 to 1,200. Carson, you're in control. Retired titles for 1,000. Although never officially sanctioned, it was retired on November 15th, 2010, without a formal announcement. One. Mark. What is the hardcore title? Incorrect. What? Carson. 
What is the million dollar championship? Negative twelve hundred to twelve hundred. Crossing your control oh, here. Fuck, man, Putty, you have it. Yeah. WWE Studios for eight hundred. A former wrestler and his family make a living performing in small venues around the country, while his kid dreams of working for the WWE. Two. Carson. What is the Page movie? That is correct. I'll give it to you. What? what oh, come the... on. I, 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 I... No, no. You already got. You already piggybacked me with the See No Evil. What do is you, the? Do you know the name of the title? Uh, yes. Oh, my family. One. Fighting with my family. That is, with my family. That is correct. Okay, I'll give it to you. Oh, I don't get those points though. No. True. <laughs> so it's negative two hundred to twelve hundred. So Mark, you need this question. This movie starring Halle Berry was the first WWE Studios to be nominated for an award. What is the call? Oh my God! Stop! You don't know what that is. No, I, I. I, I vaguely remember that. Vaguely. So Mark, you have negative two hundred. Yeah, I lost. Carson, you have twelve hundred. That Brock Lesnar one killed me. I got I got Suplex City, bitch. Uh, Mark says we're best friends. I'm going to give you some points here. Okay, cool. Thank you. I'm going to give you uh, six hundred points. Yeah, and 300 each for piggybacking off my answer. You're welcome. Is that a fact? You want to do that? So it's 900 then. So 900, Thank 1,200. You. So you have 900 points, Mark, thanks to your best friend, Carson. Preach. Me... And my best friend, Michael J. Putty. Welcome. Carson, you have 1,200 here. Okay. And you guys a wager. How much points you want to wager here? I'm wagering all 900. You know, don't, don't, don't tell me yet. Okay. So, Carson, write down your wager. I've never watched Jeopardy. <laughs> really? So write down how much you want to wager. On the category is WrestleMania main events. That, change, that changes your wager. The answer is the WWE Championship match between these two superstars at WrestleMania 19 was the first WrestleMania main event to feature two competitors who use their real name. Just so our listeners know, my answer's been in for about 30 seconds. Mark is struggling over here once again. A 1v1 between the two of us, and he is struggling, and he's melting in front of our eyes right now. I wish you guys could see this. Time's up. Locked in? Sure. All right. Mark, what is your answer? What is Randy Orton versus Kurt Angle? L-M-A-O. And how much did you wager? 900. Oh, Mark, you're at zero. Carson, what is your answer? What is Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle? And how much did you wager? 600. That is correct. Yeah, it's simple. The shooting star press off the top rope. Sefico Fieldhouse, Seattle, Washington. So, Mark, you go home with zero points. Right. Enjoy your honeymoon as Carson reigns in 1800 to be the new Jeopardy champion. Respect. I, you listen, respect. Yeah, and well, just, for, just so you know, <laughs> this is proof that nobody watches WWE Studios. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> this is yeah, a great exactly. idea. This is great proof that nobody watches WWE Studios. Yeah, no, I know the category lined up, but I think Mark's Hollywood. Let me give him the studio. Give me the hand. The, the choke. No, no one watches WWE Studios, man. <laughs> so, Mark, as the loser, you get bypassed for this. So, Carson, any go-home thoughts? Any go-home thoughts? I just feel bad, and I'll tell you why I feel bad. Because Mark sucks at wrestling. Because Carl. once again, I come out the victor in something between me and my friend here. I'm not even going to say my friend and I. I'm going to put me first and say me and my friend. Because, because that's what you are. You come second incorrect. to everything we do together. Only because you gave him the bonus brownie points, by the way. We gave you bonus brownie points. We gave you make-a-wish points. You even bought points. You even piggybacked. But you know what, Mark? One day, you're going to have your day against me. One day. Oh, please. I've had my day against you plenty of times. You just bask in the glory of two wins in a row for you. One of which, when I was passed out drunk, nearly so. And another time when... All right, yeah, I lost trivia. That that one you beat me straight up. Fair enough. 
I, I'm man enough to admit it. Oh, I didn't know you were passed out standing up with your eyes open, your mouth moving. Dude, I don't remember a goddamn thing from that day, honestly. <laughs> from that whole bachelor party. No, you did because you remember that you lost today. I remember this. This no. moment. I'm not talking about. You remember that you lost that day, though. And you're going to remember that you lost today because you're not blacked out right now. I don't know what you're trying to get at right now. I think you're trying. I think you're trying to create a storyline here with me, man. But I'm going to big league you right now. You're just a little mark there, standing in your corner, and you're having a good old time. I give you that. It was fun to have you on, and uh, you know, we'll, maybe we'll see if we can have you back on. We'll see. To all, of our, to all we, of our listeners, we, we that's a, that's, that is how you deflect at, for the best of them right there. That is the, how you. If you define deflection, that's exactly how you do it right there. I played a politics game way too well. <laughs> and Carson, uh, despite what he says. Welcome back anytime. Of course. I would love to be back, and I had a great time tonight. And I want to thank both of you guys for having me on the show today. Yo, no joke, man. Carson, it was a blast having you on, man. I'm so stoked that you came on the show. A lot of fun, bro. And I'm not going to lie. It's going to sound corny, but I'll say it. As a kid, I've always dreamt of having something to do with the wrestling business and expressing my thoughts, whether it be physically in the ring or verbally outside of the ring. Um, And the fact that I got to do it finally at the age of 32 almost – um, I'm not going to lie, I feel like a kid on Christmas right now, man, talking about the thing I have the most passion about, um, and I couldn't uh, thank you guys more for once again having me on. Carson, I got to say, it's an honor to finally find see you find your smile. <laughs> As Shawn Michaels comes down the aisle in WrestleMania 13. <laughs> Last week, we ran on the card for BWF's Escape from New York, an eight-team inter-promotional tag team tournament. You're damn right, my man. You're damn right. Well, if you guys remember, one caveat was Anthony Gangone did not announce all four participants of his mat, of his team. It was announced today. Well, we can now announce for team one above all, the fourth member is Nikki Adams, the current WOW Women's Champion. I'll admit, good big, choice. Big, big get. The only woman in the tournament. Good choice. Respect to that. But it's not going to make a difference. I mean, she looks smoking hot, so I'm it's, looking forward to that. It's but. not going to change the game plan for the Setsujin squad and for BCW, I'll tell you that much. Really, that confident. First round announced, BCW going against the Young, Dumb, and Broke. And that's exactly what we're going to show them, I how mean, Young, Dumb, and Broke they are. That should be an easy win for you guys. But. Very easy win. We're so, going to win the whole damn thing, putty. You know it. You know it deep down I don't in know your heart. It. I do not know it. Oh, it's please. Stiff competition. Stiff please. competition. But again, you won't be there because you're neglecting your brothers for your wife. I have to go on my honeymoon. But you knew this date was happening, so you could have scheduled it around. I This honeymoon was like booked Carson's for... Like Carson's birthday. You, you knew Carson's birthday was coming The around, honeymoon but, was booked for a long time. But you always knew Carson's birthday. You'd have to schedule your honeymoon on, on his birthday. You think I'm the one that did that? <clears throat> yeah. You think I'm the one that did that? So now I'm hanging out with Carson on his birthday while you're in the Greek Isles yeah, doing nothing. Yeah, okay. we'll send you Snapchat some videos, dude. You, do you hear yourself what you just said? <laughs> I'll, be, I'll hang out with Carson while you're hanging out in the Greek Isles. That sounds amazing. I will hang out in the Greek Isles, and I have a grand-ass time. Really? I'm Hollywood. Does it, though? Hang out with Carson? For the last hour, I figured like, this guy's awesome. I've hung out with Carson for... God, dude, how long have I known you? How many years? Seventh grade. How many years is that? Seventh grade, we were doing drills in the basketball court together. Suicides, man. And then about 15 <laughs> years later, we were watching the China pornography together, and then uh, here we are. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of stuff in between there, which we can't, <laughs> which we can't say in the air. <laughs> Carson, welcome to the show. Good to have you here. Where can people reach you on social medias? You can find me, Instagram, at Carsey Smooth, C-A-R-S-E-Y-S-M-O-O-V-E. And then I'm also on Facebook. Uh, you can just type in Carl, C-A-R-L, space E, space Cuts, C-U-T-Z, Carl E. Cuts. And I'm on Facebook, and I'm also on Twitter as well as Carsey Smooth. You Same don't as use the Instagram. Twitter, though, do you? I do. Oh, 
Oh, I'm all over Twitter. I don't tweet, but I'm all over it. Though. You yeah, you don't tweet. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. You're not missing much on there if you're getting me on there. <laughs> Carson, welcome to the show. You did a great job tonight. You are our new Jeopardy champion. Congratulations. Thank you. Mark, this is your last show for a couple weeks, so au revoir. Au revoir indeed, man. Thank you. Make sure you send me a fucking souvenir this time, asshole. Souvenir? You want souvenir? People want souvenirs. Is that a real thing? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I'll get you one if you want one. I just don't feel like... like I, I never want a souvenir. Guys, I'm sorry. I meant to get this in before, but I want to do it real quick now. I know we're ending. Yeah, But quick. I just want this to be quick. Do it up. And I wanted to ask this one question, because I always like asking wrestling fans this question. Are you ready? If you were going to die tomorrow, and you had to watch one match, what match are you watching? That's a good question. Marcus. I like things that come full circle. So my very first match with Bret Hart versus British Bulldog, SummerSlam 91, I'll end off with that. I like that mindset. Bret Owen versus Mania 10. Um, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 12 Iron Man match for two reasons. Number one, because that was pure art. Yep. It, it extends your life for an hour. And no, <laughs> yeah. no, and, True. And, hour and 12 minutes. <laughs> exactly. And number two, it was 60 plus minutes. And if I'm dying tomorrow, I'm trying to watch as much wrestling yeah. as I can. And those two are some of the two best technicians we've ever seen in the ring with the great chemistry, even though they hated each other. That's an easy, it's an easy one for me there. My, my number two match, I was going to say Alicia Fox versus Melina, but I'm kidding. Because <laughs> that's when you started jerking off? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so for Mark Schwann, for Carson, I've been your host at Mug J Putty. Until next week, Putty, yep. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I need to announce it's last, last call, call at, at the, the bar. bar. Oh. All right, everybody, we have made it to the end of the episode. It's last call. Kurt Stallion, it's rapid fire questions. The first thing that comes to your mind is the first thing you should answer. Are you ready? I guess. Let's do it, man. Let's do it, man. Where is the furthest you've ever traveled for wrestling? Ooh, somewhere in Ontario, Canada, probably. Either that or distance-wise, it would be Chicago to Los Angeles. Oh, wow. That's a long trip. Yeah, um, that sucks. What is the worst job you've ever had? Would be Twin Peaks in Odessa, Texas. You'd think it would be a pretty cool job with a bunch of women walking around looking beautiful, but uh, it was not. It was the worst job I've ever had. Interesting. In your opinion, what is the best American sports team? Ooh, uh, I'm going to go with a cop-out answer because I really don't care about sports too much and say the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> what do That's you popular. spend your money on that most people would find it wasteful? Wasteful? Uh, pot. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something you do daily that you would be miserable if you didn't do it at all. Pot? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wrestling, I, honestly. Uh, which fast food chain has the best food? Oh, man, Raising Cane's. I was going to say Chick-fil-A because it was chicken in my brain, but it's definitely Raising Cane's. Ooh, I love it. What is the best feature on a woman? Uh, honestly, personality. If we're being serious, serious. I was going to say boobs, but I'm going to be serious and say personality. Uh, who's your celebrity crush? Uh, what's her name? She was in Fantastic Four. Uh, I don't watch a lot of movies and stuff, but I can picture her perfectly. She's so beautiful. Um, the brunette? Jessica Alba? Yeah, good <laughs> God, I love her. She's hot. Yeah. If you can change anything about yourself, what would it be? 
Uh, my wisdom teeth. I'd have them out. <laughs> what is the nerdiest thing you own? Uh, Star Wars, like, memorabilia in terms of cosplay stuff and whatnot. Do you cosplay? Uh, I have never personally cosplayed, but I own a lot of cosplay stuff. I've just That's never cool. been in an area where I could do it, essentially, or had the time. But I would love to, honestly. Yeah, that's fucking badass. awesome. Yeah. Um, and finally, what is your favorite thing about wrestling? The escape from reality. No doubt. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it was truly a pleasure, and like we've been discussing this whole evening, I mean, you're going to be doing big things, and we just want to come along for the journey. So thank you. Yeah, dude. I'm happy to be a part of this podcast right now talking about it, brother. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. <laughs> but I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.